Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I'm your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome to a special kind of boy band, shirtless, awful hell. Sponsored by Sony. Oh, I would say. <laughs> if this is your first week with us, welcome. <laughs> if this is not your first week with us, welcome back. Where have you been? Yeah. You're late. You're late. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. Thank you for joining us, though. Thank you for joining us. We thank you for being here with us to watch and relive these tales in painful and excruciating detail. Thank you for your Apple podcast reviews. Thank yes. you for your Patreon donations. Yes. Thank you for being you. Absolutely. Uh, yes, we are on Patreon. Thank you for not asking. We do bonus episodes every other week, or we try to do it at least twice a month. Um, and that is patreon.com slash you got high gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Yes. And uh, we talk 90 Day Fiance. We talk other trashy reality TV shows. We play motherfucking games. Yeah, we play Make Your Own Rom-Com. We play Plotsy. Yeah, games we I, made up, but they're I, great games. Yeah, we invented a game, the Plotsy one, and then I made a fucking board game, and that's Make Your Own Rom-Com. It's and fantastic. It's fantastic, and it's a great Gosh, by golly, it's a great time. It's okay. way more fun than watching Justin Timberlake movies. <laughs> Last um, Patreon episode, we did talk 90 Day Fiance, yeah. season eight Had of 90 Day up, Fiance. So. Uh, the pure version, none of the... Um, yeah, right to the vein, no, just the no, pure... No f- colons. Free, yeah, no. No colons. Just some clean, pure, unstepped on 90 Day Fiance. Unfettered. Yeah. <laughs> Raw, raw 90 day fiance, raw dog 90 day. <laughs> um, we talked about, uh, you know, obviously Brandon and Julia living on the farm oh, the and thing. Jovi and Yara. And we even played a round of Fuck, Mary Kill. Which um, was, yeah, where I which, had to choose all sorts of dudes. So it was very good. Yeah. And then we, but we added an element to it that you had to super fuck, super marry, or super kill somebody. So yeah, yeah. great. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, that's on Patreon. Last week, James, we watched Bring It On. Oh, God. And yeah. this week, we watched Friends with Benefits. Jesus. It's funny because the, Ooh, t- boy. <laughs> the two movies are similar in this way. They both- you look at them and you go, well, how are they similar? Well, they're similar like this. That we watch them. They both represent when they're made. Like, yes. They're a time capsule. Like, I mean, it's everything that was 2000 is bring it on. Everything that is 2010 is this movie. Does anybody wearing butterfly clips? 
I have no idea, but I don't even know what that is really. But but this um, this movie <laughs> this movie is 2010 or 2011. Yeah, I mean in a in a pill form. That's oh, all it is. Oh my god! It's, and I, and it makes me very happy that we're finished and with that. Era. Where did we get this pill at a Sony sponsored oh, event? Okay. Everything is Sony as th- this time period. Yes, and it's all references from the night. It's all 90s references. It's this movie is made for 30 year old women. Period. Yeah, but I also think that they tried to make it. They tried to make it for dudes because they, yeah. Mila Kunis is hot. I was gonna say, and also like, oh, she's just cool with fucking. They have Mila Kunis like. They have a lot of scenes with Mila Kunis, like with a lot of side boob and half naked and stuff I, like that. So I feel like that's for trailer purposes. Yeah. So guys will be like, yeah, I'll go see the Justin Timberlake movie, I, I guess. I mean, he's funny in those SNL sketches. Sure, why not? And then they get to see that. But. And I don't know. Mm, perhaps it is slanderous against this movie. but <laughs> I don't it, think you can slander this movie. It feels like this movie is responsible for... Can you slander garbage? Maybe. <laughs> hey, that let's that, ask garbage. That how discarded it feels. McDonald's okay, wrapper. On. I don't think I can. I can really. Okay, but hold on. I feel like this movie is solely responsible for a lot of the audacity of men because they're like they had this movie and they had no strings attached. Yeah, where and they were women like at every other movie. No, 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 Next no, no, point. But, but, no, but hold on. <laughs> Just Come listen. On. Hold on. Yeah, 47,000 to two. Where all these guys think that they can just have friends with benefits and they can't have like a relationship because they think that that girl exists because of these types of movies. Well, yeah, because Mila Kunis trots around acting like it's fine. That's why. That's what I mean. Yeah. So you agree with me. Yeah, but it's also this weird fantasy that women have that they're going to like hang out with Justin Timberlake and, and then, be such good pals that they'll want to fuck forever. That's, it's that's say, what I it's, mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, but, but this, I wasn't even finished with yeah, my point. It was sorry, the audacity of men and some of the like, um, I don't even know what the word would be, but like ladies think that they can just put out and like lull them into a regular thing. I suppose, but then it's also the fantasy of we're not going to have a relationship. I'm unemotionally available, but at the end, he's doing romantic comedy shit for you because it's a fucking I, fantasy for of women. That's the thing. Either way, it's both people. We're, we're we're pathetically predictable, both sexes, and it's, it's I gross. can't wait. Well, maybe I can. Um, in like what 2040, when they're going to have rom coms coming out from this one, where they're going to have the main lo- the main woman character is going to be like, he's ignored me on Snapchat. He's ignored me. <laughs> He read my Instagram message. I hologrammed him like six times. Yeah, he like, never. I flew past just, his house on my jetpack. Yeah, I can't Nothing wait happened. to hear about all the ways that men will be trash. His nuclear lights weren't even on. It was super weird. There's going like, to be a ton of. There's going to be a ton of rom coms about fuckboys. I know it. I'm sure there will be. I, I, and there's this movie though. Just. It, it's it Ew. takes. It's, I don't want to watch this movie. They're like, what, what? What can we get? Thirty year old, thirty year old guys. They want to fuck Mila Kunis. Okay, they're in right away. And thirty year old women. Mila Kunis is not. Oh. Mila Kunis is not like. She's not like. Uh, she's too hot. Your boyfriend can't go out with her. But she's not. No, to women, she's like hot, but she's not like. Um, and I feel like she's like a Julia Roberts, where she's like she's hot, but it's not like. It's I don't know. There's certain She's women that women have a problem with because of their looks, and there's certain ones that they don't. And I feel like Mila Kunis slides under that radar of for some I reason don't... she's acceptable for women because she's kind of oh. like girl next doorish. Yeah, but can I also know? tell you? What? I think it's because she plays Meg. 
Well, the fact that she plays Meg completely takes me out of this movie. There was a couple of moments in this movie where she said something so cheesy, and we were just looking at each other going, Shut up, Meg. Shut up, Meg. Well, (laughs) whenever they. Whenever they're having a conversation and they cut to like Timberlake's reaction to yeah. her talking and you just hear her voice, I'm like, oh my God, it's Meg telling Justin Timberlake, what and the fuck is happening? Yeah, it's a weird family guy cutaway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when I'm back in this movie, I'm like, oh my God, what yeah. just happened? Okay, so anyway. It creeps me out. We watched Friends with Benefits, 2011, <laughs> yeah. one hour and 49 minutes. Listen, oh, too long. we got three minutes into this movie and we, we actually had a a spirited discussion it was very serious on whether or not we should turn it off it was, yeah, yeah i was like i don't know if i can it take was this. three minutes and like 50 seconds and we looked at each other and we were like i don't know if we can do this like it, it's that's a, this is a well, lot more movie it, it is because it's an a, the attempt is to have this ass pounding pace of banter yeah so it's like they want it to be a seinfeld episode essentially like in oh, terms of yeah. like pacing but yeah. like that's 22 minutes long yeah this is an hour 50 and mm-hmm. after a while you're just like oh my god stop it I, I can't take it anymore you're actually like let's get a fuck scene going because at least they'll s- sort of stop talking no. kind of kind of not really they talked more they'll still banter but every once in maybe that one scene they'll cut to the ocean or something it's at least I can have a fucking breath in this movie okay Ugh. starring Justin Timberlake Ugh. and Mila Kunis <laughs> I love your. That's, oh, I'm sorry. Was that's that a your fart official noise? reaction to Justin okay. Timberlake? The IMDb description: A young man and woman decide to take their friendship to the next level without becoming a couple, but soon discover that adding sex only leads to complications. Yeah, this movie is the full-length feature version of the Deal episode of Seinfeld. Yes, basically. Yeah, and it is. They they reference Seinfeld like five times in the yeah. first act of the movie. Yeah, this like movie constantly. is basically that. And then no, it, it totally, they have yeah, the same a, exact conversation on the couch. Yeah. It's it's they took the deal epi- script of a 21 22 minute sitcom they and they made the it bet. an hour 50. Yeah, that would have been a better episode. But that's 40 that was 40 days and 40 nights. Like he yeah. couldn't have sex or masturbate. That's true. That would I don't know kind of, Yeah, that's that other one. Yeah, same movie. Can we just talk about Seinfeld? Why don't we just instead let's just talk about Seinfeld episodes. But no, this movie this is movie clearly sucks. It's clearly the premise is a Seinfeld episode the, and they mention it a lot and they the mention tag. I'm sorry, they mention every 80s and 90s reference they can squeeze into this fucking thing. The taglines to the, this movie oh, are terrible. There's only two of them. Friendship is a four-letter word. Okay. And some friends come with a happy ending. (sighs) Yuck. Jesus. 2011, the year of the double entendre. Fuck me. Well, this movie was a triple entendre. The whole thing. Because I feel like we also got fucked by this movie. I think so. Yeah, we all got fucked in the face by Justin Timberlake in this movie. (laughs) Okay. I don't care for it. The fun fact is Mila Kunis, there's no fun facts, but she revealed in an interview with Craig Ferguson that she went skydiving during production, which was against her contract since it risked grievous bodily harm while still filming. She divulged this information after the movie's production was done and was set to release. Yay. Great. So, so anyway, this movie could have almost happened had yeah. Mila Kunis's luck had been a little bit worse. <laughs> Somebody packed that shoot a little too well and instead, <laughs> here we are, everybody. <laughs> we begin. We are here. We begin and we watch Justin Timberlake and he looks like he's... Um, 
He looks like he's like an editor of like a like a news blog. Like uh, the first thing he says is like, "This is the internet, people." Yeah. Like, literally, like this is the internet. We need uh, what is it? We need uh, uh, clicks or mm-hmm. views or whatever the fuck he says. I don't yeah. know, but it's very like internet. This is the internet. This is 2011, everybody. Then we see this We're very par- savvy. This great parallel editing where it sounds like Mila Kunis is calling Justin Timberlake. They're having two very similar conversations. Yeah, um, we learn that Mila Kunis is dating Andy Samberg. No. Um, yeah, I'm like, I don't think so. And that Justin Timberlake is dating Emma Watson. Fine. I'll I'll believe that. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. She's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so it there uh Mila Kunis has invited Andy Sandwich to the movies and he's breaking up with her outside the movies, even though she brought him a sandwich. She brought him a sandwich, exactly the kind of sandwich that he likes. Because he's, he's like, got gluten free um, stuff and then he's gonna be a I don't fart. Think we should see each other anymore. It's like yeah, listen right. here, dildo. Yeah. You should be fucking thankful and thanking your lucky stars that, that this Mila girl- That Kunis wants to have regular sex with that you. That Meg will bang you. Yeah. This is not fair. Congrats, sir. Yeah. You're not dumping her. You're a dork. This and isn't he, TV land. In real yeah. life, you are a fucking dork. Yeah. And no, that girl is not fucking you. No. Period. No. And not bringing you sandwiches and yeah. not doing any of that stuff. If you find a girl that'll bring you a sandwich, overlook a lot of shit. To, and to I don't mean that like make a movies. sandwich. I mean, yeah, I'm talking that like yeah. partner in crime down shit. Like, yeah, we're going to smuggle our sandwiches in. I got you yours. Boom, boom, boom. And you should get her your her sandwich, too, if you're the first one fucking there. But you know what I mean? I yeah. think you find that person, man or woman, whatever you you lock into that shit. If she's going to if he or she is going to bring you a sandwich to smuggle into the movies. Yeah. Whoever remembers your sandwich preferences, that person yeah, congrats. cares successful. about you. Yeah. And they're, mm-hmm. they, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I can name your sandwich and pick it up for you like that. I know exactly what you're going to want. Oh. I do. I try to be unpredictable with no, my sandwiches. No, I know what you're going to want. Wow. I, get, I know your sandwich. I, she has, like, a sandwich. It's like the Don't moons. tell anybody yeah, about my sandwich preferences. And I know when they're here. I'm like, it's a turkey moon. I can see it. No, oh, oh, it's an Italian combo moon. It's in the air. I smell an Italian combo. <laughs> Does anybody that, get a waft of that, cured meats? Is that capicola I smell? <laughs> what is that? It's oil and vinegar. I know it. I'll know it anywhere. Or is that mustard? What Do I smell a, twa- a tang? Hmm? No. Don't worry about what I get on my sandwich. All right. So um, four minutes in, we are we have Emma Watson breaking up with Justin Timberlake, and then and he's just like, "That's fine, whatever." Well, they're outside a John Mayer concert, and they oh, make yeah, that was the worst. They try to make both break our uppers to be at, like douchey, you know, like yeah. they should be happy, like you know, he's like, "I don't think we should see each other," and she and she's like, "We missed whatever the fucking your John body May- is a wonderland." Yeah, we missed your body's wonderland. Like that's that's and then, fucking. Re- and he's like, "Good, John Mayer sucks, and I'm out of here." Later. Yeah. Yeah. He's really thrilled with himself. Was there some kind of Justin Timberlake, John Mayer rivalry that I don't know about? Who cares? He hates... That sounds like the most boring rivalry that's ever. That's a very, that's a white rival, rivalry. Justin Timberlake though. is so boring that he keeps bringing up a relationship that he's been done with for more than 20 years just to be back in the, it's like just keep doing trolls. I mean, yeah, you're making money doing trolls. Yeah. I mean, he's done very well for himself. Yeah. He does well. Justin Timberlake. He doesn't need to do dumb shit. This movie, though, he, you know what he shouldn't do is act, really. Oh, God. Yeah. Because okay. he's not as good at it as he thinks he is. James, the best part of this whole movie. Yes. <laughs> is that when Mila Kunis said, shut up, Catherine Heigl. 
That was good. She comes out, shut up, Katherine Heigl. You're what she call her a liar. You're <laughs> a liar. liar. And I'm like, yeah. But then it's just one of those things where this movie is like, we're self aware of her. You know, we're self aware. Yeah, it because is very tongue in cheeky. Millennial. It's the new like millennial rom com, like in 2011. Like, you yeah. know, we're young. We're 30. We're not like 40. But no one gets married at the end. We're like, just, you know, we're going to hook up yeah, more. What happened at the end? At, they hooked up. That's it. At the end, but did we're going to be best like, friends. We're not going to date anymore. He said, Will you be my best friend? Sorry to skip ahead a little. Yeah, but then they kiss and all that. But we're like, I don't know. I guess they're together, but they're not getting married because he like gets down on his knee and she's like, Oh no! And he's like, Don't worry, I'm not doing that. Whereas like in a rom com, it's like, Oh. So that's what it's supposed to be. Like, oh, we're very self-aware. We're going to reference Katherine Heigl. Here's the deal. Fuck Mila off. Kunis and <laughs> Justin Timberlake meet with their friends after they've been dumped, and they both yeah. publicly declare that they are writing off love. Okay? Done! They're fucking done with this shit. They're not going to be going out with anybody anymore. Like, Mila Kunis is really going to be fucking, you know, bogged down because Andy Sandwich doesn't want to go out with her anymore. Oh, God Give me forbid. a break. Give me a break, lady. God forbid the sandwich doesn't want to be... Kunis doesn't need sandwich. No. She's fine. No. Yeah, she's good without the sandwich. So Everybody wants a sandwich, but you don't need a sandwich, Mila Kunis. Some people yeah. need a sandwich. The, yeah. The odd thing about this movie is I thought... Wow, that was really philosophical. That was philosophical. I thought that Timberlake and... and I, Meg. I, I, Meg. I feel like <laughs> Meg... Okay. I feel like Meg <laughs> in this movie. I'm calling her Meg. I'm calling it. I'm, I'm saying NSYNC and Meg. Those are their names. I'm sorry. Okay. So I don't Sexy even know. Sexy bag? <laughs> Whatever. So NSYNC and Meg here are... <laughs> I thought they would be like friends already. I thought that was the point. No. Like, hey, we've known each other since college or some shit like that. But like, it's very odd to have them meet and then like speed this friendship along in four minutes to the point where they're best pals. It's just very. Yeah. I thought that was a strange she's a choice. Hunter. Yeah. So she got him the job and then she's like, cool. Bye. OK, sorry. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's whatever. Mila Kunis is apparently Meg is going to be um, picking up somebody at the airport in New yeah. York City. Um, so she takes a sign and she's you know, going to pick it up. And then the sign flew and it's on the baggage claim. And she's like running around in the baggage claim. And, and she wrote it in lipstick like, and like took it from another guy who's already got his fare. Like she's very like, oh man, I'm a mess. I'm late. I got stuff everywhere. I don't yeah. know what I'm just like. Yeah, that. she's yeah. well, she's a, she's a big mess, but she's very oh. driven. Yeah, she's ambitious. driven. Yeah, that's, the fa- that's a fact. Um, so she... Is on the thing, and Justin Timberlake walks up, and he grabs the sign. He's like, "I'm Dylan Harper. He's a junior, by the way." Yeah, be careful. I would. I be would, careful, Mila Kunis, Meg. Right away, I would watch that. Anyway, because you got a junior on your hands, Missy. So she is like, "Yeah, cool. I'm the one that's picking you up from the airport, which is basically just meeting you at the airport and putting you in a taxi." But yeah, she goes with them though. They're, yeah, they're both in the taxi together. So that's yeah. not really picking somebody up. But in New York, it is because if you live in the that's city, true. nobody has a car. So there's that's true. No, that's the way you pick somebody up. So um, they are doing just all banter all the time. This whole movie, there is not a moment when they are not bantering. No, it, um, is, it is Jerry and Elaine level banter. It's fucking. It's boom, 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 boom. It's, you know, everybody's got it. It's a jab for jab. It's <sighs> very like. This is how normal people talk. Yup. Yeah. 
And nope, they, nobody does that. And they cut it tight so where like the next scene there's no like there's no breath of like okay mm-hmm. this person's sitting looking here. They cut right to more banter. So and it's like whoa. It's also they really <coughs> really 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 highlight how different one the other one is like it's hot in New York. It's hot in Los Angeles. Well, yeah. it's a different kind of hot. No shit. No <laughs> fucking shit. I mean, it's here when it's ninety, it's a lot hotter than there when it's ninety. Yeah. Like, oh, when well, it's ninety, and then like, oh, it's New York City. I need my open spaces. It's like, yeah. okay, we get it. You guys are from. You're such different ends of the country. Different backgrounds. Wow. Yeah, and like. You know, he's in town because it, he's going for an interview uh, to be the art director at GQ. At GQ, so, so like, he runs a, like yeah. a weird blog in Los Angeles, and then now he's going to go and be the art director at GQ. Yeah, and GQ really wants them, so oh, he goes for the ho- thing. He's the hottest guy on the internet, as he yes. said. And well, yeah, because that one got this six, is the internet, people. It's got six million views. <laughs> it's got six million views. And she was like, "Well." I could mix cake mix with can, my boobs yes. and I could get six million views. And I was like, that's a fair point. Which Mila Kunis, if she did that, she could get way more than six million views. Yeah, don't. In real life. Don't sell yourself short, yeah. Mila Kunis. I you mean, get I, you so know, many more million her views. Her character, I'm not sure, but Mila Kunis herself, I feel like that's going to give her a. What about Meg? Um, I think we just tell her to shut up and it would be over with. That and point. then she'd get six million views. Yeah, six million views, yeah. yeah. She'd be Sorry, very Meg. sad, like Ch- Charlie Brown at Walk Away. <laughs> anyway, so um, she is not going to sell him on the job. Like, So he got the offer Like as soon as he's done with the interview, which seemed like they went there during the day. It was light. Hours And then he comes by. out and it's it's nighttime. So, yeah. whoa. Long like, interview. How long is this interview? It's an all-day process. Like, do you have to like compose a whole magazine? I mean, I suppose if you're going to like run a whole thing of like a major and do they do, media outlet, I guess probably, it doesn't matter. They like do they do interviews at night? I guess if you came in the afternoon and they're going to show you around and they and really wanted talk you and they're going to, I don't know what you would do for five hours in a job interview, but I feel I like just, I feel like I'm my most prepared to sell myself during the day. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, at night I'm just like, <sighs> at night I'm ready to go. I'm a comedian. Does anybody? Does anybody know, like, but like, you don't want to sell yourself. Not sell yourself, but I, I, I during the day, I don't want, I, I'm not, I don't want to interview sun for a job. My strength. I don't I want to do interview it. for a job at night. I want to interview for well, a job. Well, that's just day. weird to interview at night. It's that's just, yeah, you're not going to feel it's nighttime. right. I'm not, I don't want, I don't want to get a job right now. What I want to do is I want to sit at home and I want to watch the first 48. Yeah. And I want to eat some cookies and I don't want to talk to you right now. That's a good point. Yeah. Cookies are anyway, pretty good. I hate this movie. Um, Hard not to. They go. She's like, okay, fine. So if you don't want this job, I'm not going to sell you on the job. I'm going to sell you on New York because he didn't. Yeah. There's there. You don't have enough time to buy what struggles they're having. Like I didn't feel bad for either of them. Yeah. The whole movie. Exp- I wasn't yeah. like, oh, she's just really anxious or like, you know, I wasn't thinking was like, fine. oh, he's holding. Like they seem fine with having any type of friendship or anything like that. Like they're he, fine. He seemed fine. She seemed fine. Nobody. Yeah. There's really no need for any of this movie to so occur. She goes to this um, outdoor party and Sean White is at this bar and I didn't understand why Sean White needed to be in the movie. It's a weird... Was it only like to get, to make it like a star-studded piece well, of shit? It's it's know. almost like they, somebody knew Sean White, 
that was in the movie. I don't know if Timberlake and Sean White are buddies, and like he was like, I'm going to find a place for you. And so you they, should be super mean to me. Well, it would so be hilarious. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if Sean White was really mean? So they shoehorned it in. Well, because he's considered like, look, he's just dorky, redheaded, like nice guy. So to have him be like, hey, motherfucker, like that was considered like, ooh, that's really different. And what a, what a. You know, like that's so it's so it's so that time period. They used to have that kind of shit all the time. They'd have people that were just have them play opposite their. Yeah. You know, who they are or what what they're perceived to be. Because the dad, uh, Richard Jenkins, Dylan Harper, senior. Yeah. um, At the end of the movie, when Sean White makes another cameo, Mm -hmm. he's like, well, it's her problem. And that was the funniest part about Sean White being mentioned in the movie. It's really just off-putting. It's odd because you're like, what's going on? Why does Sean White want to fight Justin Timberlake for no reason? And at first I thought that Mila Kunis was going to... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I get wanting to punch Justin Timberlake, but not for no reason, just because you've just met him. He doesn't know he's Justin Timberlake. I think I might. I don't think he's seen an NSYNC video. You know, Maybe like not. I, I know. have, I, I want to punch um, him. But if I was Mila Kunis, I would have been like, I got Sean White a job at being an Olympic snowboarder. Yeah, that was her headhunter. That was my, that's my headhunter Gig. job. Like, yeah. you know, just to let you know, New York's pretty cool. And also, like, if you're worried about my skills, I got Sean White. I just saw the, an Olympic level snowboarder job. There was a position open. And I got it for him. Saw the way he walked. I thought maybe snowboarding would be his thing. So I said, you know what, Sean, why don't you hop on a board and see what you can do? Next thing you know, best in the world. I don't know. I don't know. It's one That's of those all I'm deals. saying. <laughs> like I was like, is she trying to impress Justin Timberlake? Like, because it doesn't ever. It's really just so that Sean White is like super mean and threatening to Justin Timberlake, which he was. Sean White should never act. I'm so sorry. No, that was... Sweetie, sweetie, stick to snowboarding. Well, when you have Sean White and, and Justin Timberlake in the same scene face-to-face, you have two non-actors that are both in the same scene, so you're like, this is not a good scene. No, you it's a bad scene. You need an actor to carry the scene in that... You can yeah. have a non-actor, but usually it's got an actor there to carry them, and you go, oh, wow, they came off good. Yeah. This is... They're both terrible, so mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Mila Kunis is she's a good actress. Yeah. So she can sometimes carry scenes with Justin Timberlake and you know what I mean like yeah. make it passable whereas just him and Sean White no good. <laughs> That's mm, our professional no opinion. No good, mister. They go on top of some building, they go to Times Square in the middle of a flash mob cuz you remember flash mobs? Again, hi, this movie was written in 2010. How many flash mobs were in this movie? Like four? Was it four? I, it's three because it's rule of three. So there's three. There's one yes, in the beginning a, and the then another one to remind. Yeah, The commercial because he was remembering that Mila Kunis to, took yeah, him to see that. And that's also to remind you of it. And then he does one at the end. Because I remember you were like, if there's a fucking flash mob, I'm going to lose my mind. Well, I was thinking about all the things and that was one of the things I'm like, oh no, we've seen two flash mobs. It's a, The third one is going to be the fucking, <laughs> oh no. And then, of, God damn it, I was right. So course. they're in the middle of the flash mob in <laughs> Times Square and he's like, cool, I'm in, I'm sold, whatever. I'm coming to New York. And for some reason, the Tim is on his way. Justin Timberlake is Jay like Tim. anti-Sully. Hates the Sully Sullenberger, which if you're younger and you don't remember because you were a child when this was happening, Sully Sullenberger is this pilot guy who got like some fucking birds caught in the engines or some shit, and, and he had landed to make, on the Hudson. Made an emergency landing on the Hudson, and to his credit, saved you know a lot of people's lives and shit like that, and was. 
I mean, an really huge. I mean, he yeah. was on every talk show. He was the biggest hero we had for a minute there. It was the craziest thing. And so he, everybody knew who he was. And Justin Timberlake's character just is for not impressed reason, with him. Yeah, he's like, it's not that impressive. And people in the movie are like, are you anti-American? Yeah, everyone <laughs> hates him because he doesn't love Sully. Well, and then you missed it. You went outside. The dad ends up. He's like... Planes can fly themselves nowadays, and Justin Timberlake is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him like, thanks for. I'm like, why are you guys so anti Sully Sullenberg? Hating him, hating on. What him. are you guys doing? It was just. What do you care? <laughs> Tell us your beef with Sully. They do, he doesn't like him. He's I guess got a couple of ha- weird hatreds in this movie. Yes, Justin Timberlake. So he moves to New York City, um, flies in after his anti Sully comments, and then he is. Walks into his apartment that is just fully furnished. Yeah, the GQ I mean, just gave him a with fully with art, with everything. Yeah, and this this apartment oh, reeked of art director at GQ. It was a yeah. I'm a guy, and uh, it's 2010, mm-hmm. and I'm very successful. So look at my look at how masculine my decorations are. <laughs> look at how wood. Look at how wooden my walls are. Yeah, you know that's that's what it was. Look at that. Do you Successful. smell the testosterone yeah. in this room? There's a lot of. The, there's a lot. There's the counters. The counters metal. The walls are wood. This place is uh, balls filled with douche. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he meets everybody at the magazine, and he says that you know at GQ, and he says my door is always open. Does a performative thing where he literally takes the door off the hinge. Wonkity wonk. He's got like a Don't whole routine. Like you. Yeah. They're laughing, and then gay Woody Harrelson comes along. Okay. Woody Harrelson is in this movie. I got so excited to see Woody Harrelson. Okay. I'm like, great. Love they, Woody Harrelson. He's, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Then. Talk they, about one note. I feel bad for him. It's not his fault. He does it no. well, but. He asks Justin Timberlake, are you gay? And Justin Timberlake's like, no. He goes, hey, let's go are out. You and, sure? He goes, let's go out and get some cock tonight. Let's go out and find some cock or whatever. Like, you know, yeah. let's go get some chicks. And he's basically. like, oh, okay, so I'm the only one. I'm openly gay. But I swear to God, it was like the only reason why yeah. they made Woody Harrelson gay is so that he can make a bunch of like wordplay gay jokes that they wanted to make. It, it was yeah, it was literally they wrote him as the stereotypical friend from work mm-hmm. who's like, "Hey bro, you know, you find a good chick, you better hang on or you know, you got that guy." Yeah. And at the last minute they were like, "I don't know, that's pretty stock, right? I mean, this is a new we're but a new They didn't even have him do anything except for no. interject with those comments, which it was like Well, that one when they sat on the bench there and he was like, "You know, you know that's going to suck the oxygen out of you. You got to find the one that you want to spend the Saturday afternoon with." And he yeah. had like his words of wisdom that the dipshit friend would, you know, have two seconds of clarity. But then at the last second, they were like, yeah, but this is the new, like, this is a new kind of romantic comedy. Let's just make him gay and make a bunch of cock jokes through it. And like, yeah, let's just totally make him a but, his like, presence yeah. a punchline in this movie. And that was that was also like almost like a virtue signal for Justin Timberlake's character, too, to be like, he's totally cool with it. Because back then that was like, see, he doesn't even mind that the guy, you know, loves oh cock and is telling him to come out. That That was part of it. You know, check out how cool he is. Pandering. Yeah. Meanwhile, Timberlake's like, no, I don't want to go hang out with, never wants to hang out with him. Meanwhile, if he's looking for chicks, 
That that's the guy to go yeah. hang out with. That's what I was thinking. Gay guy. I he's was gonna like, find you chicks because I Duh. thought I thought he was gonna like start going out with Woody Harrelson yeah. and then he's gonna run into Mila Kunis Duh. or something yeah, like that's that. What I was thinking. But instead, he doesn't hang out with the cool guy, no. arguably the coolest character in the entire movie. He's pretty besides funny. Jenna Elfman's son, and he likes Timberlake likes sports. He talks nothing but sports with his dad in intricate detail. This is the sports editor at GQ. Yeah. He knows his sports. You guys have shit in common. Talk to him. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? And he goes and plays basketball, which is. Yeah. Well, nod to white men can't jump. So many nods to 90s shit. He here, drives and that's a boat. Woody drives a boat to New Jersey. Yeah. He lives in New Jersey, and rather than fight the traffic, he just goes over the water. Yeah. That's his so style. I just, we could have really used Woody Harrelson's character a lot more, and it yeah. probably would have been funnier because at least Woody Harrelson is fucking hilarious. Yeah. But instead, they didn't, yeah. We could have had a cool movie, but we didn't, we don't, we have this well, piece they didn't, of shit. They didn't give him like a fleshed out, like I'm not saying he shouldn't have been gay, I'm just saying they didn't give him like a fleshed out. No, they could have done more with his character. They didn't give him a fleshed out gay life. I know no. that sounds really a fleshed out gay life, but they didn't give him that. They were just like, he's gay, so he makes cock jokes. Isn't and that, that was, hilarious? Yeah, yeah, isn't it funny that the gay guy makes cock jokes yeah. like a straight guy like would they make just, it pussy been, jokes? Isn't it that funny? It could have been a lot better yeah. of a movie if we really went through the vein of Woody Harrelson. <laughs> could have been a lot better movie. Let's see the start. If the script was better, if the fucking okay. whoever made it was better, if Justin Timberlake was a better actor. I could, There's a lot to talk about here. And also... Because he keeps asking Justin Timberlake if he's gay, and he's like, are you sure, like, throughout the whole movie? Yeah. I was hoping that Woody Harrelson would have been like, "It would be a, you'd be a lot cooler if you were. <laughs> that's McConaughey, isn't it? Yeah, but- A lot but, cooler if you did. That's not, is that McConaughey? It's McConaughey. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, but I wanted him to say that you'd be a lot cooler if you were. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Timberlake's. He does suck. Anyway. We're like six minutes into the movie, I think. Uh, Justin Timberlake, for some reason, signs his clothes. So Mila Kunis Meg comes in and brings him a contract, and he signs that contract. And like she's always coming in to check on him. She knows his schedule. Like she's yeah. like, oh yeah, you have that thing to like, you know whatever. Like I'm like, what do you? Oh my god, you just got him the job. Um, she knows it all. They're like, and the the contract yeah. is is he has to work at GQ. For at least a year, otherwise she doesn't get a bonus. Okay, so and that's the stakes of this movie, by the way. Besides, because there's always two, and there's like the stakes are love and yeah, this friendship. This code, not unspecified. There's no amount. It's not like she's getting you know fifty thousand dollars. I don't tell you how much it is. This just bonus. Yeah, if he stays there, so that's a that's a major that's a, concern. She's like, you know, that it would really fuck me. Yeah, she's not. She's not wealthy. You can tell the way they have her set up. She's not wealthy. She's like, she has a great apartment, but she has an awesome apartment, like in the village or something. I saw Prince Street. So she's got like fucking she could be, you know, that's pretty. She's in a good she's down apartment. Yeah. A big old fucking apartment in the city. She's got a nice place and then enough room for her mom to come. Other bedrooms. Yeah. Spacious living room. Yeah. She has a huge apartment. Yeah. She's doing okay for herself. Um, So. She says, she asks him, was it an easy move? Yes. I literally grabbed a suitcase and went yeah. and walked right into my apartment and it was just all furnished. I had one of those suit bags and I just flew over here and just stepped right into a life. All of it. Didn't even have to buy glasses um, or silverware. Oh, so I wrote here, whoever wrote this movie hates T-Mobile and Sully. Yeah. Because they were dogging on T-Mobile cell phone service. When he signed a contract, they're like, she's like, she's like, is this the longest commitment you've ever made? He's like, no, T-Mobile, two years. And I regretted that one. And yeah. then later on, his phone doesn't work. And she's like, man, your service does stink. And it's like, Jesus, they had it really in does for T-Mobile T- does here. Does Sony 
So is like T-Mobile, like is Sony mad at T-Mobile? Is I don't there know beef? I got to find out if in like 2010, if like T-Mobile didn't sell Sony phones, if there was some incompatibility there where the companies didn't work together and Sony was mad about it. So Sony they were like, And Sony told the writers, they were like, yeah, throw in some T-Mobile jabs. You know what? These motherfuckers won't sell the, the Ericsson model. So yeah. let's rip them up in script form, yeah. would you? We'll sponsor your movie on one condition. <laughs> we need to really rip those T-Mobile douchebags. T-Mobile a new asshole because I don't appreciate what they've been doing. Who's got the T-Mobile? Uh, Do you think that was like in Sony? Like they had an emergency meeting and they were like, "If you have T-Mobile, you better cancel your contract. We'll pay your break your whatever fees." <laughs> That's how, that's like where that the, came from. Do you from. remember when you had to like break your contract and you had to pay like two hundred and something dollars? Yeah, to they'd fucking hold break you your hostage. Contract? You're like you, you fucking yeah. You'd be like I don't can't afford one hundred and eighty dollars to break my contract. I just don't like bitches. you. Yeah, I'm canceling it because it's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had one hundred eighty dollars, I wouldn't have to cancel it. You assholes. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, you think our bill, monthly bill is too expensive. That's cool. Uh, pay like double what it usually is, and then you could not have to pay it anymore. What the fuck kind of logic is that? No. <laughs> you know, the money I'll pay uh, double that amount then. Listen, is you guys, good? all we're saying is it was really hard. <laughs> it was uh, hard going in 2010. Oh, speaking of hard going. Oh, boy. Now we have like a party montage and hangout montage. So uh, Mila Kunis is She's like, got hey, friends. Justin Timberlake, listen, I'm going to invite you over to my house for a party. Here's my- We're f- having a party. A, a quote party uh, with my quote friend group who you never see and not, not one of them ever no. again. She sits lonely. She's a, she's always lonely. She has a million friends. She had a little party. She's got all these friends. They drink and play fucking she Wii together. She knows Sean White Arr. for some reason. They're playing <gasps> Jenga. She hangs they out with Sean They White. weren't playing Wii. What was that, so, what was that Sony product? Oh, Remember? shit. Because it had those right. bulbs. That was a fucking- Was that, that a PlayStation? Oh, it was the pl- that's it was the PlayStation's Wii thing, yeah. Because oh, they had you like the fucks. Wii Sony. They had like those yeah. Wii that looked like microphones the with the things, blue yeah. things on the top, yeah. That nobody fucking bought, but they advertised. It I in this was movie. like, was every product in there a yep, Sony? product? it's all Sony. Wow, it's all. So they were like, we have this new thing that nobody wants. Maybe if you put it in the movie. Someone will want it. And make it. it look like Mila Kunis is having fun I playing I mean, like it. her boobs are bouncing while she plays tennis. You know how the commercial. Just make she's it, sweating for some reason. She's sweating. She's getting into it. Uh, maybe she's just take her shirt off. I was going to say, maybe like the girl she's playing against, maybe they get like, you know, it gets real heated. Maybe they start making out. Uh, maybe they bump into each other. There's a push and a shove. And then maybe, you know, they start kissing. And the next thing, you know, you know, uh, they're going down on each other in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? What about that? Is that a good movie? <laughs> Is that a good scene? Hello? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, we, uh, I'm calling about the, uh, I'm the PlayStation guy. Yeah, from Sony. Uh, I'm calling you back. We must have got disconnected. We were talking about Mila Kunis and some other broad scissoring after some like PlayStation tennis game. Oh my God. Is that still happening or what? Could you? See, could I see the scene? Maybe. <laughs> Tell you what, you show me the scene. I want to make I'm sure you the scene has legs. <laughs> I want to make sure both the boxes are shaved. That's what I'm worried about. Oh so God. show me the script okay. where it says smoothly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck? Sorry. I can't. I'm just. I'm horrified. By so Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are drinking beer on the couch, watching a rom com together because that is what friends do. Yeah. And um, Rashida Jones and uh, Jason Segel are why, starring. Excuse in, me. That's by the way why guys hang out with other guys so they don't have to do that. 
That's why. You do that when you have a girlfriend because that's what she wants to watch. And you're like, well, that's the trade-off of having a girlfriend. I have to watch this terrible movie. If you don't have a girlfriend and you hang out with a girl and you're not having sex with her and she wants to watch that movie, you're like, well, I'll see you later. And then you go leave and you hang out with guys and not watch that shit. Yeah. That's generally why guys hang out with guys when they're, you know. They don't want to watch this. But Mila Kunis knows the fucking line. She's quoting it. She's, She's lip syncing it. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake is just sitting there just leaving his body, which same, bro. I mean, <laughs> this movie, I was leaving my body. I was like, wow, yeah. this is the longest, terrible movie ever. They're watching a rom-com, which is a little bit like, you know, winkity wink. It's Rashida and it's like Jones and Jason Segel. Obviously yeah. terrible. Like the sets are really She's cheesy. running away and she goes, taxi. Taxi cab. Yeah, it's very. They're like we're in New York, and there's palm trees in the background, yeah. and it's it's very cheesy. Um, in this movie, I would say, um, James, that Mila Kunis is basically as pathetic as Meg, but she's super hot. So I'm just struggling. Yeah, she's hot, Meg. It's very it's very weird to have then hot Meg walking around. They both um start talking about because they just watched this movie, so clearly they were inspired um for this conversation after watching it mm-hmm. about like how they wish that you could have. No strings attached. You you could have friends with benefits. There's no complications. There's always these feelings and like whatever. So Which is like exactly we should... the Seinfeld Elaine conversation. Yes, exactly. They were watching ooh the Naked Channel. Oh look at this. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. The so then she's like, you you don't even like me. And it's like yeah. Hello, everyone likes you. Everybody likes. Yeah, how do like, you know? Not, yeah. He's like, I'm not attracted to you. Sure, you're not. She's like, do you even find me? They're just talking about physical attraction. She's like, do you even find me attractive? Like, like he's going to be like, no, gross. I don't want to bang Mila Kunis. No, ew. See yeah. you later. Like, obviously. Do you even find me attractive? I'm yeah. insulted that you asked say, that. Yeah, every guy finds you attractive, and three quarters of the women, too. Yeah. You're, you're fine. <laughs> you're pretty attractive. Um, so she's like, what's the first thing that you, you know, like, so you saw me at the airport. Like, what's the first thing that you noticed about me? And he's like, oh, the first thing I noticed is how big and beautiful your eyes are, which is why Andy Sandwich yeah. broke up with her. Your he eyes was like, are your freaky. eyes are too big. Yeah, they creep me out sometimes, he And said. she was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I must be hideous. Like, be like, look at you, you fucking dildo. Are you kidding me? You look like the discarded Beastie Boy. Shut the fuck up. And now you don't have a sandwich. Yeah, and I like that she slapped (laughs) the sandwich out of his hand. That was a smooth move. Yeah. Where I was like, okay, you know what? As a character... I, I'm, I'm liking this chick because she just literally was like, yeah, well, you can't have that sandwich either. Yeah. Bap, and just slapped it. That's, yeah, get that sandwich. You, you don't. Sandwiches are for closers. <laughs> if you're going to be a dickhead, you don't get sandwiches. One time I asked James if he was a lady, it, like if he would let a guy take him out for coffee or a beer. And he says, no, I would never let a man take me out for coffee or a beer. He says, I would have him take me out for sandwiches. Yeah. It's middle of the day. And he goes. You know, you could learn a lot about somebody by their sandwich. You know their sandwich. You know if they're into like gross shit. If they're just a lame sandwich eater, and even if it sucks, you got your fault. Sandwiches also, are very filling. You're and done. also you know if they suck because what if they like hold up the line? Because you got to know what you're getting at the yeah, sandwich place. You can't just sit getting. there and go, mm, I don't know. And who doesn't know what they want on they a sandwich? They get some awful order, and you're like, no, you I'm you do sorry. learn a lot about somebody by going to go get a sandwich. Yeah, plus, I always want a sandwich, so that would be. Whether whoever I'm with, I'll eat a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, if I have to be with you, whatever. But if there's a good sandwich, and you, that's the other thing is you get to figure out what they think is a good sandwich, what yeah. place, because it says a lot if they're like, yeah, this one place is a good sandwich, and it's a shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. 
that person, you know, you don't want to be with that person. No. They're misguided. You all of a sudden your phone doesn't work on day of sandwich. Want to go here? Mm. Mm, don't think so. Oh, I don't know. I never got that text message. I wish this movie was about sandwiches, but unfortunately it's not. Anyway, so um, they swear on the Bible app on her iPad that they are- Because it's 2011, their tablet, man. their Samsung tablet. We don't use paper. We have apps with iPhones on them, bro. That's for iPhones with or Sony Ericsson's with fucking Bibles on. No, them, bro. it was like a Sony tablet. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he had anyway, Sony Ericsson. So phone. clearly, it's um, on the top. They start telling each other weird little quirks like, "Don't touch this. This is sensitive." My like, nipples I'm are sensitive. Here. If I keep my socks and on. We also had to hear the word. I just never want to hear Justin Timberlake say this sentence ever again. He just says, "I sneeze after I come." Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a weird. What is wrong just, with you? I don't want to hear that out of you. That's disgusting. It was very, weird. It was very disgusting. Weird. By the way, did Mila Kunis? Did she ever? Ha- did Meg ever have shoes on in this entire movie? Yeah, she never has shoes on in this yeah. movie ever. It's the yeah. weirdest thing. Like she had she's, shoes on. Did she even outside? I feel like she was shoeless. Well, either she was carrying her shoes or she was wearing her shoes. Okay, she was wearing or carrying. She's wearing or carrying, brother. Anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most uncomfortable thing that I had to endure besides enduring this movie. Well, then um, they were fucking for like ever. There's a lot of fuck scenes in this movie. It was, I, because we had never seen this movie before. I've never seen this. And no. I told you I, after I read the description, yeah. I said, I think this is going to be a lot of yeah, you were playful banter in between like sex things. I didn't think it was going to be this much. Like they in talked, between thrusts. Like, How was your day? My day was good. How was your day? Like Achoo. I was like, yeah, it was oh, gross. Yuck. Yeah, the like, whole thing. And then stop, don't do that. And then we even got to see like we even got to have it explained that a boner is difficult to pee when you have a boner. And it was like I don't care. <sighs> I think I, I I don't care about Justin Timberlake's struggles. Other people Strug must have on, covered bro. that. Didn't, I'm sure the Three Stooges covered that at some point. Like no, uh, uh, Curly has a boner. I think was the name of the episode. <laughs> Yeah, and they had to. They, one of them like shot off at like a spring, and then the yeah. other one went in his eye. So Justin Timberlake's at work after they had sex, and this is the next day. Obviously, he's picking a cover of GQ. Uh, Mila Kunis shows up. They ask to take a walk, and they're basically both like, "Listen, we shouldn't have done that." Oh, I totally agree. We shouldn't have done that. You yeah. Know? And then what were we thinking they're like finishing each other's sentences, and then somebody on the street draws a caricature of the two of them. They go have sex. Doesn't he have to go back to work? No. GQ, apparently art director of GQ, not a very time-demanding job. You just kind of sh- stop by. You go, I don't know about those covers. I'll pick one later. And then you leave and go bang Mila Kunis. It's very strange. And he works, on, he works GQ, and they were choosing a cover between Sean White and Barack Obama. Yeah. And Woody Harrelson was really like wanting to do the Sean White thing, but Justin Timberlake, obviously- He hates him because he, he got threatened by him. He got threatened by him. He's Wait. like, I hear he's an asshole. <laughs> anyway, so these two go bang. They're talking and having sex at the same time. And then, like, it's a montage of many different times at his apartment or at her apartment or whatever. And each time is a different, like, position. Lots of banging. And it is, like, uncomfortable. She's like, um, excuse me, aren't you going to wash your hands? Like, they're just, like, saying all this weird stuff that's just not real sexy. No, they're sa- they're acting like... You can tell, a, like a, you can tell a dude wrote this movie. I don't know if he did or not, but yes. it's very like, uh, like there's no like, um, 
there's no subtext between the characters. Like no. when when people are fucking, there's a certain like you know unspoken things and shit that people do. Like almost like when you're playing basketball, like you just get a feeling that if he goes there, I'm gonna you know he knows I'm gonna pass to him. It's just a weird thing. Same thing. You don't sit there and like tell, but yeah. it's. But if two straight guys fuck, that's what they would do. They'd be like, well, yeah, you grab my balls and do that. All right, cool. Yeah, you'd be very mechanical. Like, we got to put the oil filter here or else the thing. Well, get me a three-eighths fucking socket. What are you thinking? <laughs> that's what. That's how straight guys would fuck each other. You don't understand. That's exactly how they would do it. So this movie is like, yeah, it's just two straight dudes. Fuck them. But one of them's Mila Kunis and you see your side boob all the time, all right? Here, put this phone in your movie and make them fucking <laughs> play with PlayStation things, will you? Hey, and when we do the scene, <laughs> you think she could have a Sony phone? I mean, Sony phone, maybe like a, do we make vibrators that we could have a, like have a big dildo? That's what that fucking PlayStation thing looked like. It did. It looked like remote. a big, like a big vibrating ooh, wand thing. I was thing. like, ooh. Yeah. That's surprised that it wasn't a scene where the mom was glowing in her stomach region. <laughs> Blue. Oh my God. Ew. <laughs> so then her mom shows up, just walks in while Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are fucking. Mid thrust. I'm telling you right now, this movie was like, you saw the whatever, and you're like, I don't know where this movie could go. And yeah, then I mean, we're, yeah, that's it. Now your mom friends shows with up. benefits. Her mom shows up, and she's like, now we learn about all Mila Kunis's issues. So her mom was never really there for her. She doesn't know who her dad is. She, you know, her mom always asks for money, and she's, you know, always Comes in, in and, and out, out of her relationship with her fiance, and... You know, that, yeah. when he, she's a mess. She's kind of like a messier version of uh, Bella's mom in Twilight. Yeah. Like if she was like a more a disastrous. She's like Jenna's mom in in uh, 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. That's what she kind of reminds me of, except less of a complete disaster. We got the basketball scene with Woody Harrelson um, and he's just going up to everybody and asking them, are you gay? It, Are that, you gay? And I was like, you deserve better, Woody. Yeah, I've, by the way. Your character deserved better. I've known plenty of gay people. I've never known any gay person that just walks into, never known a gay dude just walking up to multiple guys, just being like, you gay? Who's gay? Who's fuck? Um, let's get some cock. Like, that's not how people are. That's how gay, that's how straight and, guys you know, think the, the that right, like a cool gay guy would be. The right unquote, man unquote. will come to you, Woody. Yeah, you're fine. Well, you don't he's have not, to just keep running around asking. Well, he's always looking for friends. Like, you want to go out and troll for some cock tonight? Like, he's not well, hitting on the guy. He's and like this is what I was for running partners. And this is what I was talking about last week with Bring It On. Like that one uh, cheerleader who was gay, hmm. his character was like it was showing kind of like he got like a cute like he was flirting. There with, was there was no joke to that. No, that's what it was. It, it they wasn't had a scene, made like a punchline. Yep, it was they had like a scene that wasn't a joke. And he was like flirting. They were with, both nervous. They walked away and it was someone didn't come up and go. Yeah. What's up with that? You fucking homo. And like give him a wedgie. Yeah. It was just like they let him have their scene. Then they went to the next thing. So yeah, yeah they let him have a moment. And that's what I was talking about last week. But this yeah. week it was just kind of. It was so weird. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, he could have just been a weird eccentric guy. I'm sure he and was he's originally. Just like, you gay? Come on, you're gay. That's a total. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a total punch up yeah. move. Like, well, I mean, this Woody character, he's just fucking boring. And we got Woody Harrelson. Like, yeah. damn it, we did. We need to get him. You know, get it going. And then they're like, just make him gay. Make lots of cock jokes, and that's a rewrite. So because then he jumps off the. Yeah, he the jumps pier. onto his boat. He jumps off the pier and onto his boat. He's just and crazy Justin dude. Timberlake thinks that he like fucking you know jumped off the whatever. He's gonna go swimming. Yeah, and he's in a boat and he's like, oh, I live in Jersey. Like he could have just been the weird, crazy. 
weird sports yeah. editor that like or, nobody knew anything about. Like we didn't need to know his sexuality at all. Or he could have just been a gay guy, but not have him like announce it. Like yeah. I, I'm, I need a cock partner. I need a running partner to find cock because I'm so gay. Yeah. Like that was just it's a weird way to present a gay guy. And I'm not, I'm not trying to say it in like, a, oh, let's be super hyper offended by it. Shit. Yeah. It's just like that's just a like as a from a writing standpoint, it's a weird way to present somebody. It's like, Absolutely. well, he, what is he? He's the sports guy at GQ, and he's super fucking gay. That's all we need to know about Audibly him. Audibly not. Let it go. That's it. Audibly not. Yes, you can't say yeah. We forgot. I've been saying it this whole time, People and I forgot. so mad. Well, one person did. Well, yes, I know. I'm kidding. One asshole. It's really <laughs> funny, though. That's my favorite piece of criticism. Don't say yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be so cute. <laughs> How dare okay. you audibly answer on a podcast? <laughs> audibly nodding. Yes. Yes. Um, so Mila Kunis is having a heart to heart with her mom and her mom's like, totally love that you are just doing sex with Justin Timberlake with no strings attached. Sorry, I don't know who your dad is. Let's go away together. So <laughs> Let's go on a camping trip. They're going to go camping. And Mila Kunis, um, they're wrapping up a session with Justin Timberlake and she's like I think I want to start dating people um, you know this is cool like let's just end it way to go we did it high yeah, fives all like, around cool we're still friends yeah, yeah we did it see we're still friends awesome so they've they've beat the odds of yep. the, it's not it didn't get weird and everybody's happy and they're still friends Justin Timberlake um, like they're wingman wing, wing manning for each other here. yeah they're really so Justin Timberlake goes up and talks to some lady reading a book on the staircase and then she just like <laughs> Needed to go up a landing and find her husband. Like I'm like he was just, ten feet away. You, you could smell his gave, cologne. Yeah, you just gave <laughs> up right and you're there. like, I'll read a book on the staircase. Like I guess he'll come she, find me. She was standing mid staircase, just reading a book. Reading a book. I've never seen anyone halfway up a flight of stairs. And then all of a sudden, she urgently to needs to, to find. Yeah. As soon as Justin you know Timberlake what? comes up, I urgently need to find my husband. <laughs> That's yeah, but she's cracking up. <laughs> In 30 seconds, he got out of her because then she, he knew all of her kids' names and all that because he gets rejected by her. He knew that she was married. She has from three Belgium. kids from Belgium, what their names are, that she's looking for her husband and that her husband is, in fact, 10 feet away up on the landing. It was so embarrassing. And also, everyone. during all that, said something to make her laugh hysterically because that was the shot over there yeah. in, in a 10-second frame. It was like 30 It was chaotic lots of shit went down wow okay you couldn't get that much information out of somebody if you fucking waterboarded them you couldn't get the, no. all that info out that fast especially i mean i get it you're justin timberlake but like if you're if some random person comes walking up to me while i'm reading i'd be like hello yeah i'm sorry Fuck do i look problem. like i want to have a conversation right now especially some yeah you should, you're not even from here am i holding a book or are you holding a book <laughs> i think i'm holding a book don't I'm fucking reading. talk to me <laughs> yeah no, 40 you could i swear to god you could put a 45 in someone's mouth and you wouldn't get that kind of information no. that fast um, so mila kunis they're in central park and she goes up and introduces herself to some man in the park um who Duh. looks like he's staring at trees he is apparently a children's oncologist and he seems great of course, he cures little cancer for, kids. He wasn't he is, ogling chicks in the park. He is a little bit um, slanderous about brain surgeons. Yeah. He said that they were perverts. He said they were perverts. He and, generalized them all to be perverts. Yeah, so somebody had got burned by T-Mobile and yep. a brain surgeon. Yeah. <laughs> Both. And Sully. <laughs> Maybe Sony was trying to get into brain surgery, and they're like, brain surgeons. <laughs> they suck. They suck. <laughs> this guy messed up my surgery, then Sully fucked my wife. I'm writing a movie. And Hold I, on. I got to call so, my agent. Yeah, God so, damn it. This T-Mobile phone doesn't work. <laughs> he throws it against the wall. <laughs> 
son of a bitch. I never have service. <laughs> Starts typing. Or he keeps getting charged from his divorce lawyer because he's got T-Mobile. And he's like, I keep having to call and I keep getting charged for every call. Fuck he you, T-Mobile. dropping it. Fuck, because it's costing me money, T-Mobile. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love it. So Mila Kunis is sleeping on the couch with the doctor. Um, she says that she's got a five-date rule. And he's like, oh, I love that. You're worth the wait. Yeah. She's like, wow, that's so awesome. Well, he said, like, that's what they'd say in a cheesy yeah. romantic comedy, right? Just wink, wink, so, nod, nod. I think as soon as he said that brain surgeons were perverts, I would have a red flag going up. I'd be like, ooh. Really? Yeah, because I would be like, why are you so quick to throw your fellow surgeon under the bus? Like, like I'm getting the inside scoop here. What's, what do they do? They like no, but I just open mean, up a red... hole and then fuck it? What are they doing? What's yeah, so that's weird what I mean. I would be like, why are they perverts? And yeah. then, but I would be like, ooh, damn, so you're just like. Yeah. He made a thing like they're cutting and then looking at your tits. Like he made yeah. them like look away like, ooh, look at that over there while I'm cutting. A brain surgeon? I doubt this. I mean, you got to concentrate on a brain, I would hope. But a brain surgeon can like tits like everybody also, else, I but watched, not in that situation. I watched The Undoing. Hugh Grant was a children's oncologist. and Ah. Uh, mm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. that, that, that character is just that char- this character oh, 10 years older. Got it. I think that's possible. Somebody was watching that movie and they were like, that guy's got legs. Yeah, it's a prequel. To that guy's story's got legs. Doing. Yeah, I feel like that guy, it could, shit could go dark for him. I'm just saying it could. It could, yeah. It could I go mean, real dark. Because he, he said that he didn't sleep for 36 hours and then yeah. he didn't know how he got to the park. So it really, I mean, who knows? Oh, it is a Hugh Grant situation. Because oh, he killed this person, doesn't know that he killed this person. Uh, me look, oh my God, uh, I want is... I want this character to have a spinoff so bad. Okay, well, we're making de- it. Yeah, he's definitely killing women, I feel like, in this Oh, movie. for sure, yeah. yeah. he's killing people. A children's oncologist. Yeah, no one He's not killing him. children. No, well, not children. he is killing children. Uh, their moms. Because he's like, ah. Oh, I've been working on this four-year-old, and she's uh, she's she's getting better. He said, "I've been quote I've been working on this four-year-old," which that sentence should never, ever, ever, ever be spoken by any human being. No, of any kind. There's no you don't work on a four-year-old. I don't no. care what there's you're doing. There's a lot of there's a lot of times where you can like no. use like your work yeah. terminology yeah. in whatever. That's not the time. Been working on a four-year-old. Like Br- Blake sounds... Griffin on Comedians on Couches saying he's one in five, one for five in the field. That was funny. That That's was funny. funny. This Because you're making a basketball <sighs> thing and working you're making a joke a and whatever. Yeah, I was like, I was been working on this four-year-old. I'm like, ooh. Oh, God, that sounded terrible. Yeah, no, you can't do that. I think you're the pervert. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I think you're right. So Justin Timberlake... Uh, oh, yeah. No, so sorry, sorry, sorry. So he, Mila Kunis, answers the phone for Justin Timberlake after she's had sex with the doctor guy. Yes. And then she's going to go get coffee because she thinks like, oh, cool, I have a boyfriend now. This is great. Yeah, she gets up like, and awesome. Things went great. I banged him The finally. doctor dude is like sneaking away. So yeah. she gets super mad. And she's like, go fuck yourself. Well, first she's like, I got you the coffee, just like you like it, this and that, with one Splenda. Again, being rejected. Just like the sandwich, she had it down. This fucking chick's awesome. And he's like, well, I got a thing. Probably better that it was coffee this time, because now it's not so expensive. Yeah, that's true. She did throw it in the garbage, too. The co- that's pretty awesome. Coffee, Good. So no, no. You, you get break to... up with her, you don't get the whatever, no refreshments. <laughs> whatever refreshment she's brought for you, no. you're not having it after None. she breaks up. And you, you know what? Be that person. If somebody yeah. rejects you and you're like really upset about it and it's like really shitty, just deny them refreshment. <laughs> you slap the sandwich right out of their hand. Right care. out of their hand. <laughs> what the, what the, I don't care how good it is. Whatever the sandwich is in your life, you mm-hmm. slap it right from their hand. You slap it right out. Right you, to the you, ground. You don't get my sandwich anymore. Made in a nut-free bop, 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 bop. wheat environment. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
um, she Justin Timberlake got some man to paint something for her because they were talking about it. <laughs> some great artist or whatever. Yeah, you love this guy. Um, her mom has left to go to Cleveland to be with her fiance and. Skipping Mila Kunis is upset yeah. about it, and she's like, why do I keep giving my mom a chance? Justin Timberlake is like, just come to Los Angeles with me. It'd be great. Yeah, come hang out. So he just buys her a ticket using his miles. Um, rude. Yeah. She's like, nah, it's all right. Like, you know, he goes, nah, I bought you a ticket. It's Beat like, me at JFK. Boom. Yeah, I don't want to go. It's 2011. I got the internet right on my phone, bro. I See, just, internet. I Fuckers, just told boom. you. Just told you. Yeah. I don't want to go. Now no. I double don't want to go. How? No. This ain't Heigl's rom-com, motherfuckers. No. This is new style. So <laughs> we have phones. Wasn't he flying first class? The other he absolutely was. And flying now he's for, flying coach. But GQ flew him out there though to for the interview. So he said, "Free trip to New York. Can't turn that down." That's what his excuse was when he first got oh. there. Like I don't even want the job. So GQ gave him. They're trying to roll out the red carpet. They gave him first class accommodations yeah. and Mila Kunis on a luggage rack. That's her. That's the, <laughs> that'll get you to sign wow, up. Wow. Yeah. You know? Like there I mean, you go. So um, we meet uh, Jenna Elfman. She is our sister. Oh and, um, oh God. Jesus, Jenna. That Elfman. one guy, what was his name again? Oh. Richard Jenkins, the dad. Yeah, yeah, the dad. He, he's, he's always really funny. The he's dad. He's been in a couple in of things. movies. Yeah. yeah he's, um, or he's like a, the head of like the FBI or something. One yeah. Of the two. So we find out that that guy is our dad. Um, and he he's has, our, all of our dads. He's collectively. Alzheimer's. <laughs> yeah, he has Alzheimer's. Um, and Justin Timberlake is apparently having a hard time with it. And we also learned that he used to be like a New York Times editor or something like that, like columnist yeah. or something like that. And so the nephew in another punch up, clearly punch up thing. Jenna Elfman as a kid that also lives at this house, and he's like a uh-huh. magician, and everything he's doing is magic. And their house is literally. They walk out of their back door and it's sand and the Pacific Ocean is like yeah. 30 feet from it. And, they're, and he's, he explains it by saying, yeah, my grandfather bought this when there was nothing out here. Now it's, you know, passing down to this person. Now it's it's like $30 million. It's a $30 million property. You're literally on, this, you have a private beach on the Pacific Ocean. My dad ocean. has Alzheimer's. This is going to be mine soon. Yeah, that's great. They would have pushed him into the fucking ocean, these kids, because they didn't yeah. care for him. I don't feel like, I feel like they were jerks. They could have been nicer. They could have been nicer to him. He can't Jenna Elfman it. was really rude. She was rude. and uh, yeah. they were talking about sports. And she's like, we get it. You're men. We get it. You're yeah, men. It's like it's, he's having a lucid moment. Let the guy fucking yeah, have it. I would be so excited. I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, my grandma had dementia. And I yeah. would be, like, so excited on the days where I felt like she was. I was having, having a lucid. Grandma yeah. You're, that's exciting. You want to yeah. let make that last. And she's like, can you just take your pants off again yeah. and wander around and be confused? Because it's better than you talking about sports. Yeah. It was like, it Jesus. It's just weird. I'm like, oh, yeah. Take your, just take your pants off, Dad. And just, like. Yeah. Apparently he didn't like pants, so he just decided to he not would, wear pants anymore. So yeah, he just walk take his around pants and pantless. walk around. He'd have a shirt on, but no pants. And yeah, not like his dick swinging. He'd have a boxer. He on. keeps asking for Dee Dee and um, also his wife. Yeah, which is not his wife. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> she divorced you. They um, loser. Justin Timberlake goes into Mila Kunis's room and they get drunk and they have sex. Yeah, um, in the house. And no one can hear them like having like they're super loud and her sister's in the next room literally playing crisscross so loud. Yeah, they are like this. I guess we should set that up for later. Jenna Elfman, his Tim, timber sister, 
She showed, <laughs> she, showed she showed, she uh, showed Meg Kunis there the uh, the photo album of them as kids and showed Justin Timberlake doing like pretending he was in crisscross. Who had the stupid jump jump song and wore yeah. their clothes backwards. So that was the whole point of it. So she played that, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm going to kill her! How embarrassing! Yeah. We're having a fun moment." Yeah, and it's then a they rom-com. end up getting drunk and they have sex and whatever. Yeah, um, Jenna Elfman saw him sneaking out of Mila. Kunis's room. Um, Justin Timberlake is out jet skiing with his nephew, and the nephew is like, "Jamie's really cool. We all miss you." Yeah. Like this is like, and he's like, "Yeah." There's fucking dolphins and whales and shit yeah. flying around. It's crazy out there. Um, it's and perfect. he's he's like, "Oh yeah." There's like orcas. I mean, you don't want to be around yeah. an orca, but they're like, "There they are." Yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, "He's like, I miss mornings out here." It's like, yeah, of course. If you have a lot of money and like your dad has a lot of money, like yeah, you live you in the mi- goddamn yeah. ocean. Anybody so, miss that? Um, Jenna Elfman is calling Justin Timberlake out, and she and she's like, "Oh my God, you're so in love with her. You guys are great together." And he says to her, "No, she's too fucked up for me. Like she's too fucked up in the head." And Mila Kunis is trying to help the nephew with a saw in half. Magic yeah, she's trick in the box, so she can hear. She can hear this conversation, so she's super upset. Oh yeah! And she buys a plane ticket back home. She blames that on work. She says that she has to have a red eye going back home. They're like, "It's the Fourth of July." What are you talking about? She's like, she's I a know, headhunter. totally sucks. She could be getting somebody a job anytime. Hey, you know what? It's a, it's a job as a firework setter <laughs> yeah. offer. So they really got to get on that quick. Mila Kunis gets an I am, an instant message from her mom. Like, oh, sorry, I bailed on you this weekend. Justin Timberlake keeps calling and leaving her voicemails. And I'm like, ooh, what elaborate stunt is he going to do to try to get yeah, whatever? Cl- yeah, because she said before, oh. like, that's her something very romantic and she wants so like she, a giant elaborate She thing. goes up to he goes up to the the building and she's like how did you find me up here yeah did we mention that before her 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 mountaintop yeah she goes up to that top of that building yeah and that's she says this is my mountaintop that's where she goes there's no cell service up there meanwhile she gets in rolling under like a gate that's up a foot and apparently it's always up a foot because she knows to do that where if she found that so would like eight thousand junkies who would totally murder her and throw her corpse over the side if they found her up there and and fucking steal her purse like that's how that's you don't just like crawl under gates and go up and places you shouldn't be and like you'll find you won't be the only one there yeah if you're that's what you're doing in manhattan so how it is they're up on the rooftop and he's like why are you avoiding me she's like oh because i'm super fucked up like even magnum pi couldn't solve my problems which is what he said to jen elfman security guy is like you guys can't be up here are you okay because he <laughs> thinks okay? justin timberlake is gonna jump yeah. off which yeah, jumper made, which would have made the movie more interesting <laughs> um you a, and you then, a raping junkie no okay <sighs> This company wants to hire Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis is like, well, he hasn't even been there for a year, like, but I don't want to talk to him and whatever. The company's Amazon, right? That's what it sounded like. Is it like we can't tell you who it is? You know, that they said it's a secret thing, but they're like, we'll tell you we're the top online bookseller. If she got him another job. She would get that bonus, presumably, right? Yes, but she didn't want to talk to him because she was mad at him, and then they went right to but then him, she was which mad. would cut her out of the loop completely. And then, But then she was mad that he took the meeting, and it was like, just get... She's got to get on the Timberlake train to yeah. make that money. Otherwise, they went right to one. him. She's going to lose her bonus yeah. over here and not get any from this one, and then she's ass out. Yeah. So Done. she gets mad um, at him and says, that dad, 
um, Justin Timberlake's dad is on his way to New York. Yeah, she's um, going to stay with Timberlake. Dad's going to stay with Justin Timberlake in New York for a few days while the... Jenna Elfman goes and does something. Some magic camp with the kid or some yeah. bullshit. I don't know what they're doing. So <laughs> she, he says, how's he doing? And she's like, oh, he's in and out of sanity and clarity. So let's fly him by himself. And they and they and make sure to say know, he has moments of clarity once in a while. So mm-hmm. I, what did I say? I looked over to you and go, no. well, your dad, dad's going to lay down the wisdom of the movie. He's yep. going to be the silent Bob of the movie. He's and just, going all to be sudden, the wisdom and comedy. Yep. All of a sudden, here he is. Wisdomity. Wisdomity. He's going to do something kooky crazy where he has Alzheimer's, but that he also, you know, is having a moment and then it's of gonna lucidity. Be locked in um, the next moment. Mom is also having a heart-to-heart with Mila Kunis. Um, it's kind of racist because she doesn't know who Mila Kunis's dad is. Oh, I thought you meant the Puerto like, Rican joke. No, the, well, she has the, like everything she goes, that she bananas says. Bananas in the fridge? What are you, Puerto Rican? Which she's I was like, like super. I've never heard and then those she goes, "Oh, is my dad Puerto Rican?" She's like, "I don't know." And yeah, I'm like, I don't know. What? <laughs> I got it narrowed things. down to six or seven guys. And then she says that like she goes, "Well, your father was definitely Eurasian," and she's like, "He had a." Uh, what was it? Cold War, a Cold War accent, accent yeah. or something like that. She's like, "Was he Russian?" And she's like, "I don't know. I don't know. You're vaguely ethnic." And like, it's it was just really insane strange... and rude to say. And well, I, I mean, was... they if they're drinking in their own house between mother and daughter, they can have a crazy conversation. Anyway. But I, the the bananas and the Puerto Rican thing was weird with me because it's just all weird. From New York, I've never heard like some stereotype that you as Puerto Ricans always put bananas in the fridge. You know, like I've never. It's <laughs> the weirdest thing I've ever heard. So as a stereotype, um, her other advice to her is to reshape what Prince Charming is to her. And she says, because the mom says to Mila Kunis, because you're my Prince Charming, feminism, (laughs) it can look like whatever you want it to be. You're Prince Charming. If your love of your life is work, (laughs) then it's fucking work. You know, mom is going to try to prioritize her daughter. She never does. But, you know, it's all good. She she does nothing for her whatsoever um, her whole life. They're at the airport. Justin Timberlake is picking up his dad. They're at the airport. He's trying to get a reservation at the airport restaurant to eat. Yeah, I don't know why. Because he they're... wants to, his dad says he's really hungry, so obviously he they have to eat here. At so the airport, he... which is just, you're going to Manhattan, which has yeah. just every good, good restaurant there is. And previously, Justin Timberlake has said that he is embarrassed by his father. Yes. Because he's got the Alzheimer's. And yeah. Mila Kunis is like, yo, that's your dad. Like... Yeah, if he takes his pants off, just don't be embarrassed by it. That's what he—that's your dad. Yeah. And so you know what? And it's fine. So they're at the airport. Justin Timberlake can't get a table because the girl's like, "Sorry, we have to go in order." And he's like, "Well, my dad's not well, so is it cool if we get a table?" It's like, no. <laughs> oh, we missed the scene where we have to talk about it—the scene where they're all sitting around together, and the father's like, "Where's you know Dude. your mother? Oh, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where's my wife?" And and they're like, "She's not here. Why? Because you're not married anymore." And she, he goes, "She divorced you ten years ago." You don't have to say it like that. No. You can say... I w- he's like, you she guys- divorced you 10 years ago. Yeah. I was like, damn, dude. You could have just said, you guys got divorced. You didn't have to say, like, it was your no, fault and she didn't here, want it out. Remember? Yeah. Like, it was he's weird. Like, she divorced you, dad. Yeah. Don't you I was remember? Like, damn. Don't you remember that pain? Come on, process it again. So, um, dad took his pants <laughs> off and he just goes and he sits at a table yeah. in the airport. I just, yeah, she just- and Justin Timberlake decides... I'm going to take my gams out, too. There it is. Yep. Takes his pants off. They order steaks. Medium, which is probably good at the airport. Probably don't go medium rare. I think you got to take chances in life, which is why. No, because that's a long Uber ride back. Which is why I get food poisoning a lot. 
Wait, you get what? <laughs> Food poison. I've been poisoned. Yeah, you get poisoned. I get poisoned a lot. That's why. <sighs> so dramatic about I'm, it. Because I'll take chances. He is so dramatic about it. No, you don't. You only eat pizza when we're on the road. But then I'll I'd end up taking chances, though. That's the problem. No, ever sick. since that, no. I, I've been better lately because I got sick so many goddamn times on okay. the road trying to eat different things. Like, oh, I want to try that. And then I'm dying. So he says, dad says that Dee Dee, he keeps mentioning this Dee Dee and Justin Timberlake's like, who's Dee Dee? Who's, who's Dee Dee? Dee Dee? Who's your side piece? And he's like, she was the love of my life, but I never told her. And that's probably why the reason why your mom left and like blah, blah, blah. And he yeah. said that um, he let her go because he was too damn proud to tell her how he felt. So Justin Timberlake is like, cool dad, me too. I super messed up. Do you remember that girl, Jamie? Yeah. That super hot girl that- Remember her? Yeah. M. Coon. And he's is. like- yeah, I was like, dude, um, uh, he's Meg. like, dude, I know who she is. Meg of the Kunis. Don't worry. I remember who Jamie is. And <laughs> I just. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's a, he gave a lot, speech. A lot of realizations are made when pants are off. Yeah. When you're when you're pantsless eating a, an airport, a questionable airport steak at a normally non-desirable temperature. That's when the wisdom comes out. That's when because you're vulnerable. I think is it's you're vulnerable. And not Dad, only are you vulnerable because you don't have pants on, you're vulnerable yeah. because you're like I don't know if this steak is going to make me sick. <laughs> There's a lot of things vulnerable about this. You don't know if your dad's yeah. going to melt down. This is a risky situation. Dad seems more lucid with his pants off as well. I believe. Yeah. So I don't know if that's he doesn't a, have any constrictions. Yeah, I think the pants are really holding in some bad feeling of yeah. some kind. So yeah, the dad has a moment of wisdom and clarity here, telling him all made without pants. All made without pants. That you know, you gotta. Life is short. I'll tell you that much right now. With this goddamn thing in my brain is telling me life, is, life short. is short. Life is short. Don't wear pants. Don't wear pants. Life's too short for pants. Even if it's cold outside, you'll get over Just it. Don't wear them. Your balls so, get hot anyway. Don't worry. Um, they see they run into Sean White at the airport, and he said that he's been trying to take Mila Kunis to Pound Town for years. Yeah, had uh, to make Sean White the opposite of what he acts like. Um, cool. So. They're stuck in traffic, and Justin Timberlake calls Woody Harrelson to just go meet him because apparently there's no other way to the city. Like, literally, his dad goes, is there another way you can get into the city? And he's like, and then next thing you know, they're on Woody Harrelson's boat, and dad's yeah. super excited because he loves boats. He loves it. He knows what model it is. He's like, it's a 37, you know, yep. my asshole, and I love it. It's um, and now we are in Grand Central Station, and we a see- A couple of cock jokes from Woody, by the way. I'm oh, on yeah. the way to the cock and ball ball tonight. The cock and ball tonight. It's going to yeah. be great, or whatever the hell his stupid joke was. Mila Kunis has been let down by her mom again, and um, supposed to meet at Grand Central. All of a sudden, there's a flash mob with crisscross and semisonic. Wow, oh, Jesus! Because the... he always said in closing time, he thought that it was third eye blind, but it's not. It's actually semisonic. That and, and the crisscross. Yeah, I, I messed up. I'm scared. I blew it. And then I'm they ready. can't hear you. Oh, maybe that's because they put the music in and afterwards when they do this in a movie. And it's like, stop being self-aware and referential. It's annoying. Stop it. You're no. a movie. Act like one. When I see somebody cursing, I picture you blinking. Like cursing is such a novel yeah, that, thing that, that people was, don't do. Give me a break. That was one of the things he kept saying about her. Is when you say, yeah, was when she says when fuck, say she fuck, blinks. When you say fuck, you blink. Yeah. You don't, that's not you. You don't really want to say that. It's like your, your body's rejecting the word. But you don't blink when you say shit. And then that he says, okay. Jamie, will you be my best friend again? Because I'm in love with her. He gets down on one knee. Gets down on one knee. I am shocked that Mila Kunis has ever had to beg to date anybody. Yeah. If she has to beg, God help us all. Yeah, well, he's on one knee. That's then they start making out. 
and it's over. Like they go yeah. on a date, they're making out, they're like clearing the table and they're about to get to fucking. Yeah, they're talking about like, well, let's go on a first date. Cool. Where are you from? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, but they yeah. already were grunting and saying, how's your day? My day was good. How's yeah. your day? Meh. And then they clear the table off and they start making out in a restaurant and then magic carpet ride plays. And then it's over and it's done. Because they made a reference earlier about a, like an upbeat song playing at the end. Yeah. So, so you'll think you had a good time. Yeah. Which is what they did. I don't think I had a good time. I had the worst fucking time watching this movie. Justin Timberlake should never again. He shouldn't. This is because he was funny for a minute and a half at a time on SNL. That's why they do. That's why they gave him comedy parts. Because they were like, take it on down to Omeletteville. I mean, you put that kid in a giant fucking egg costume and big hands and fuck like Mickey Mouse. Have him dance around. It's pretty funny. I Mm -hmm. think we can translate that to an hour and 50 minute long fucking movie. Of him just fucking. Of him fucking and never singing anything about Omeletteville. Fuck yeah, this at movie. no point they made a they made a nod to white men can't jump. Oh yeah, they made a nod to a lot of things, but not bring it on down to Omeletteville. Not bring it on down to Omeletteville at all. You know what? <laughs> Never that. Do Never you know where I'm going to bring it on down to? Uh, there's only one place to bring it. The Heigl meter. <laughs> to the Heigl meter. The Heigl meter is where. This, it's our way of rating movies. It's our way of rating it's, movies. Why doesn't that feel like I said that right? I don't know. The Heigl meter is the way that we rate our movies. There you go. <laughs> I've only heard it 69 on times scale, before this. Hey, oh, on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls, five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen, most punishing, one Heigl, not that bad. Yeah. James, I'm going to go first. Please, today. please. You know what? Okay. You should go you first. You went first last week. Hey, you know what? It's on you. I'm going to give it 934,000 Heigels. Wow, that's a lot um, of Heigels. Because that is the amount of subscribers that GQ had at one point or another. Wow. Um, I'm giving it this rating because this movie sucked. Um, <laughs> it also sucked to take notes because I fucking cut my hand and I had to have stitches. Yeah. So this is not a fun time for me. That was bad. Did not have... No, and this movie, oh my God, I if you were to tell me like, hey, <laughs> if you could be gone for an hour of it, like I was when I got stitches the other day, and you could do this, I would maybe give it less high goals, but considering yeah. I had to... You didn't have to see the middle of this movie is the no. cool part. You could have literally sat out the middle 45 minutes and you had same exact it was experience. It a giant commercial for Sony. Yeah. It sucked balls to have to write notes. It's a lot of high goals. It was insulting across the board. I tried to figure out how much Sony was worth on this year, and I just didn't feel like typing it. So I, the the one of the easiest information to find was how many subscribers GQ had. Fuck this movie. Yeah, fuck it hard. So fucking upset. I'm not even going to have casual sex with it. No. No. Yeah. It's, it's got to go. This movie's got to go. Well, um, I would like to give this movie, I'm going to go, normally I have a, you know, a formula or a big thing. I'm going with a straight with a solid five Heigl ticket here. Okay. One Heigl for every member of NSYNC that helped this thing become a reality. That's that's what it is. Okay. One Heigl for each of them, because if it wasn't for NSYNC, then this wouldn't be happening right now, and I wouldn't have had to watch this fucking movie. So I, yeah, I, I blame you. the fat guy and the uh, the one who looks like he's got a beard uh, with a, like a thing, and then the, the one who said he's gay, and then the, uh, who's the other one? I don't know. The other one who dances around? I don't fucking know, but all five of them. There's Jason five of them, right? That's the one who thinks he has a beard. No. And then there's the fat one. No, Joey Fatone. Yeah, he's the fat one. 
The fat one, the one who thinks he's got some kind of thin beard, the one who said he's gay, Justin Timberlake, and then... Okay, Lance Bass, J.C. Chazé, the actual talented one, Justin Timberlake, meh. Yeah. And then Joey Fatone, and then honestly, I don't remember... There's another one, though, right? I know, I don't remember. He's the guy that looks like AJ on Backstreet Boys. I can't remember his... I I cannot remember his name. It might be Chris. It might be Chris. He's probably blonde, maybe. I I was just team JC Chazé, so I don't really care about any of those hoes. So one Heigl for each of them. Take that, fat Joey Fatone. You have a Heigl now, even though you weren't in this. Take it. Five. Take it right in the fatone. Enjoy it, everyone. <laughs> you sons Poor, of bitches. Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. That, my friends. That's friends with benefits. Was friends with benefits. <laughs> my friends without benefits. This we was got no benefits. benefits. We had zero benefits. This is your friends. Us. I got zero benefits. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us for Friends with Benefits. Yes. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at you got high gold, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. We do bonus episodes on episodes on Epidotes. Patreon yes. um, every other week or at least twice a month. Um, we Patreon. do. We talked 90 Day Fiance season eight last we did, week. Yeah, that was um, fun. We absolutely did do that. And we did play a round of Fuck, Mary Kill. Yeah, so that was fun. Fun you, times. Yeah, fun times were had by all. All the men. That was That's how you do it. You well, that's what happens. Guys. I know. That's I, what I, happens when you don't feel like playing. I have good strategies, too. So I know what I'm doing. I can do this. So. Um, Here, which 90 day fiance next, guy I would like to fuck, I guess. That's how you advertise it. <laughs> next week, the next uh, Patreon bonus, we will uh, be playing another round of Plotsy. Oh, Plotsy. Where fun. we have, we show James a poster of a movie that he has never seen, and he has to guess what he thinks this movie I, is about. I'm never anywhere near it either. No, That's you the always, other thing. You always, always very absolutely add a lot of stabbing. Well, in my movies, there's a lot of stabbing in my brain. Right, well, anyway, you know. we should get that looked at, honey. <laughs> anyway, that is patreon.com slash you got heigled, Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. Um, Definitely. Yes. We, yeah. Oh, let's see. Are we going to tell me the people that are awesome? Yeah, I'm going to tell you some awesome people. Oh, I want to hear about awesome people. I get to hear about awesome people. Okay. Uh-oh. Hang on a minute. What happened? Did you lose our people? No, I didn't lose anything. Don't you lose our people. DeAndre Brinson. That's our people. Katie Bailey. More. Stephen Martin. Ah. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Jody Andrews. Cadence Zelenia, Liz Smith, Sierra Merson, Dustin Zero. That's a fucking cool name. More people of our people. Yes. Dustin Zero. Mm, Dustin. I like that. That is good. Hello, this is Dustin Zero. Dustin Zero. Aaron Kelly, not my cousin. Kelly. <laughs> no. Um, Cassie Pritchard, Jamie Mayo, Kelly Valance, or Valance, uh, Kylie Dunn, Diane Quag, Bill Foreman. Uh, Mike Shanahan. Ooh. Coach Shanahan is. <gasps> uh oh. Hello, friend, family, Eric Hunt. Oh. Eric Hunt. Is that the relation to you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I haven't seen him on any of my ancestry.com stuff. If you see any Petrogallos, there's a pretty good, strong possibility I'm related Probably. to him. Probably. Um,. Yeah, that's all. Oh, and Ashley Vio Duty. Oh, thank Vio you. Vio Duty. Um, thank you guys so yes, much. You guys are you really everything. awesome. I hope you guys are enjoying the Patreon episodes. Um, if you're not, I mean, I don't know. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I We're trying. I'm trying my best. We're trying. 
I'm trying my best. Uh, but anyway, so thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Absolutely. Thank you for... This I needed to get this all off my chest after watching this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, thank so. you for watching this movie because <laughs> I will be upset with all of you individually and on a personal level if you don't watch this movie. It's on Netflix. Um, we had to watch it. it. I had to watch it and I'm going to be like, no. God damn it. You are all going to watch it. I will, I will create a virus that will infect all of your Netflix to make it play oh, and okay. always play uh, okay. so that you virus. don't have to yeah you no don't more even viruses have, you can't get no 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 it's just it's going to be a technological one so that oh, everybody has down. to watch it and, it only plays um, friends with benefits if you go on there yeah on a loop and you can't change the channel and you can't even turn the TV off <laughs> it's like getting rickrolled back in the day like this yeah yeah that's what I want <laughs> I want you guys all to have pain that's perfect pain anyway thank you guys so much thank for joining you. us and Honestly. we will see you next week. That's right. Go haggle yourselves, everybody. Go haggle yourselves. Go haggle yourselves, everybody! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 